This is the Angry Therapist Podcast. My name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist slash life coach, and I'm putting self-betterment into a shot glass, 10 minutes unpolished. In today's shot glass, dissolving your fear of love. If you've been following or listening to my podcast, episode 7 was the beginning of a series and it was uh, you know, titled uh, Dissolving Fears or Fear is the Shadow Cast by Our Own Hand and It's Time to Turn the Fucking Light On. And so the first fear I talked about was dissolving the fear of failure, reframing that. And then I said I'm going to do a series and the next one um, was going to be Fear of Love and How Do We Tackle That. But then episode eight was about living inside out and if you've been following these you might be a little confused um but here's the thing guys that's very john kim unrehearsed (laughs) i'm the kind of guy that just splatters paint and i forget things i am known to be the korean blonde uh if you're blonde i don't mean that offensively um yeah so that's just how i roll and um sorry not sorry and so here we are episode nine me realigning and reminding myself that I got to get back to the series about dissolving your fears. And so I want to talk about your fear of loving. Real quick, some of the influencers in my life, uh, it's funny because as, as a therapist, people ask me, you know, who, who were you influenced by? And they think I'm going to say Freud and, 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 and uh, I don't know, all the... Uh, Carl Jung and and uh, Bowen and Virginia Virginia Satir and all the classics. In, instead, you know the people who influenced me as a therapist because I consider myself an artist um, generally, and then therapy is one of the things that I do. Um, I say like Bukowski, uh, Bruce Lee, Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> um, and I I I respect those people and those people have influenced me because they've put things um, out that was just uniquely them, meaning they pulled from their solid self, they created their own theories, they broke a lot of rules, and so I don't know if that's me trying to um, take uh, all my... (laughs) my my ditziness and my forgetfulness and my you know uh the whole thing with the the squirrel and, and losing uh, attention and having a short attention span i don't know if i'm trying to cover that up by uh saying that i'm inspired by people like uh bruce lee and quentin tarantino but really i am inspired by those people and so i guess i just give myself room to play a lot and uh be a little obtuse or abstract and that also can come in the form of um a series being chopped up and uh, sprinkled through many episodes instead of them being in order. All right, guys, fear of love. This is another giant fear that we all have. And, I, you know, coaching people with their relationships over the last 10 years have made me see firsthand how common this fear is, but also how it cripples us from fully loving. And so... I want to say first, you're not afraid of love itself. You're afraid to love, right? Uh, Because we've all been hurt. We've been cheated on, abandoned. Um, Everyone's heart has been shattered at some point, right? Not just broken, but shattered. Uh, Unless you've never left your house or never had a relationship in your life, most of us, starting from 
uh, grade school, you know, um, we've, we've, we've loved and we've been hurt. And we've hurt other people, right? So for most, many times our hearts have been broken. So because of this, we trust less, right? And we start to uh, live with more self-doubt. And, you know, every time our heart is broken, uh, there's this thing that we do called internalization, right? We start evaluating ourselves. We start criticizing ourselves. We wonder if we have value, what we did wrong, etc. Um, and we become very afraid to love again. The stove becomes very hot. We don't want to touch it. And now we are afraid to love. That's the monster we live with. Um, so look, you're going to want to punch me in the face, but I'll tell you right now that love is not about butterflies and warm milk. Love is alcohol. Love is fire. Love is meant to be crazy, and there's a madness to love. Um, there's a messiness to love. Uh, love is unpredictable, and I really believe that our hearts were actually meant to be broken over and over, and it's, it's, like it's what stretches it and makes us love harder. I think that our hearts are like a muscle that um, you know, when you go into the gym and you want a stronger muscle, you have to break that muscle down and let it heal and grow in and, and, and that process over and over for you to get stronger. Um, I think that that's what our hearts are. Our, our hearts were meant to be broken. And, it, and then I think the process of, I don't even know if the word is healing. The word that I choose is evolving, right? And growing makes you love more, makes you love smarter, makes you love deeper, um, and I think it's all a choice, right? I think if you, because of your broken heart, suddenly you are creating a moat around your castle and you are deciding to love no one and and you kind of like, you know, turn that love faucet off, then yes, your heart is not going to um, grow and, and you're not going to, you know, uh, expand. Instead, you are going to constrict, right? Uh, and it's a difficult choice, but the choice to actually continue to love, even though you've been hurt, even though you've been cheated on, even though um, things weren't fair. Um, there's also abuse, emotional abuse. There's physical abuse. I mean, there's so many things. There's so many reasons why we shouldn't love. I get it. But even after all that, your choice, your courageous, your brave choice to continue to love as hard as you can that is what creates, I think, growth. That is your superpower. I think our ability to love as humans is our superpower. I really do. Um, but it's also, <laughs> love is also what can create a prison for us, right? And this, of course, is, you know, depending on what we choose. So um, I get it. I get that breakups uh, can fuck us up. I get that uh, they were painful. And for some, de- uh, I can't even say this word, debilitating. English is my second language, guys. You know that, right? Okay. But, you know, I also believe that every expired relationship creates the richest soil for growth. And I think we learn so much about ourselves. I mean, think about it. Think about your relationships that you've been through um, now that you've, you've kind of, you know, come out the other end. And think about how much you've learned about yourself, about relationships, about love, about other people. Um, think about how much it's changed you. Right, I mean, holy shit! When I look at my divorce and who I was before that, and who and who I've become now, I mean, it's like day and night. Or, or it doesn't even have to be that. It could be like the four month relationship um, that I was in a couple years ago, you know, and what I've learned about 
love through that experience. It could be a collision you had that was two weeks or a weekend and what you learned from that. So I really believe that we learn through our love experiences. So here's the thing. It's not about dissolving your fear. I, I, I mean, ultimately, yes, uh, your fear gets your fear to love gets shrinks as you set yourself up for better experiences and you trust that you no longer, um, you know, you trust a person and the experience and, 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 and you don't get hurt as much, right? So um, as you set yourself up for better experiences, the way that you do that is through having a sharper radar, uh, coming out the other end, examining the black box and the, and the crash and what went wrong, taking that information, becoming smarter, um, having more awareness and choosing wisely, right? That sets you up for better experiences and eventually better experiences um, slowly dissolve the old fear, right? If you if you set yourself up for the the, the same experiences, you're just going to become more and more afraid. You're going to eventually give up, and you're not going to love anyone, right? So, setting yourself up for healthier experiences um, is what dissolves love. But even before then, ultimately, if you have a fear of love, you basically have to choose. And, and this is, listen, I know it sounds really like, what are you talking about, John? You have to choose. You have to force yourself. You have to get to a place where you're like, you know what? I've been through all this. My heart's been shattered. It's really hard for me to trust people again. Um, but I'm going to choose to love hard no matter what, anyway, you know? And I think it's that choice. Um, and, and listen, don't define what hard looks like. Wherever you're at and whatever your capacity is, that's enough and that's fair. That's what you choose to do and you, knowing that you can get hurt again. And listen, that buy-in is never going to change. Whenever you and someone start something, build something, get to know each other, the buy-in, the ante, is going to be the risk of heartbreak. And that is never going to you, – there's no way you could skip, skip that, right? You can't – that's the admission into the theme park that is love. And that's a choice, guys. And listen, there's no easy way to dissolve um, the fear so you could, you could slip right in um, into, the, into the, the, the love park. You have to make a choice and you just have to go in. It's like, you know, it's like if you hate working out um, – you just have to make a choice to get your ass in the gym and take a class and there's a lot of tricks to do it or whatever. Um, maybe you, you motivate yourself with, you know, I don't know, a, a treat or whatever, but you have to literally get your ass into the gym and physically move uh, to see the results. And it's the same thing with loving someone. You have to physically love, right? You have to open your heart. You have to trust people. And all that is a choice even after you've been hurt. But here's the thing. You also get to trust your new wisdom. You also get to trust your sharper radar. You also get to trust that this time it's going to be different. You know, um, you also get to trust that you've learned some shit and that you are also uh, gravitating towards someone that is different, uh, that is more healthy. You know, if you've been in toxic relationships, um, that shit's going to repel you. So trusting your story is also going to set you, yourself up for something more healthy and those healthy experiences will start to dissolve your fear to love. It's like your fear of sharks. You just get into a cage and you swim with them until you realize they're more afraid of you than you are of them. It's a daily choice to love. 
it's, it's a daily choice to love yourself. It's a daily choice to love others, your husband, your wife, your partner. Um, you got to be aware of your fears and you have to push past them knowing there's part, possible risk and hurt. Because you know what? What's the alternative? Love is life. And so if you don't love, you're not living, right? So what is the alternative? The alternative is to um, be very alone. The alternative is to not give the world your greatest gift, which is your heart. The alternative is to not experience Life, which is love, um, the high notes of love. The alternative is to not experience um, everything that, that you want in a relationship. That's out there and that is possible. Uh, but you do have to swim past the breakers and that is trusting again. And everything starts with a choice. And then you start dissolving things by experiencing something different and new. All right, guys. Keep loving as hard as you can. Love until you feel stupid and then love past that until you feel um, invincible. Thank you for listening. You can meet me on Instagram at The Angry Therapist or on Facebook, The Angry Therapist, or come ride with us at shift.us. That's www.shft, no I, dot us find like-minded people who want to live better.